What is up, whatever nation? What is going on? Welcome to episode nine of the Whatever I Find Entertaining podcast. I'm glad to have y'all with me. I'm glad we almost 10 episodes in this joint. We almost got a 10 spot, a dime. We almost a dime. We almost a decade old as far as episodes are concerned. I know that don't really make any sense, but I just thought I'd say it. But anyway, welcome to the show. I'm your host as usual, Dizo. I'm so glad y'all here with me for another episode. Um, but first, first things first, as usual, wellness check time. How y'all doing, man? How you doing? I'm talking to you personally right now. How are you doing right now? I'm doing fantastic, and I hope you're doing the same because, man, I, I need you. I need you at your tip top. I need you at your best out there every day, giving the world hell, being the best you you can be. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need you out there just, you know, attaboy, whatever that, you know, attaboy, whatever that, whatever that means. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, hey, edit that part out. Anyway, but yeah, I just hope y'all doing great. I hope everything's going well for you. I hope your dreams are becoming realities and your realities feel like dreams. I guess because that's what's most important happiness inner that I hope I hope this covid stuff ain't getting you down I hope you you know your money's coming in I hope you're buying what you want I hope your family is taken care of I just hope everything is going great for you because I love you and I want to see you doing good so um as a transition I want to just I want to just start to show off today on a more serious note, because normally it's just jokes and and whatever. But I uh, I've been I ain't gonna rattle on too long. We're gonna get to the topics in a minute, but I just got a little something I want to talk about, and it's the it's the vaccine. Um, I know we're I know the president is hoping we get like like seventy percent of the country vaccinated, vac vaccinated, vaccinated by the end of the year. I believe is his goal. And uh, I know I know a few people. Not a few. I know a bunch of people that have, that have gotten their shots. And um, uh, people are always asking me, you know, you gonna get your shots? Cause it's free. So I mean, it's not like it costs you anything. You can't say it's expensive, and you can go when you feel like it. So you can't say, oh man, I'm too busy. Um, so whenever whenever people ask me, are you getting your shots? And I always say no. And I was like, why not, man? And to be honest with you, I don't really have an excuse. It's not, it's not some, it's not some conspiracy thing where no man they putting trackers in you. It's not that, and it, it's not, it's not like from a. In case you don't know, I'm a African American. I'm a black man, um, and it's not and and black people, which I'm not gonna get into here because this ain't that kind of podcast. But black people don't always have the best luck with America vaccinating them. Just we're not gonna get into that here, but it's not about that either. It's I'm not really sure. It's just that as an adult, I've never really been one for getting vaccinated. Like I don't I don't get shots at all for anything because I don't I don't worry about getting sick. And I know that's like a weird thing to say. I know you hear people say I'm I'm 100% healthy. I don't never get sick. That's I mean that's kind of me, but that's not what I'm saying. I, I am condescending. It's it's not from a cocky standpoint. It's not like I'm saying I got the I got the health of Wolverine. I heal from anything. Not true because I've broken my knee once and I've like torn not torn a ligament, stretched a ligament before in the same knee. So I've dislocated my thumb before. Uh, so I'm not gonna act like I'm indestructible. But what I mean by that is like I can't remember a time I've ever been sick. So I've never needed to get like flu shots or measles shots or anything you normally give people normally get every year. I never have to get them because I just I just never I never get sick. I can't remember a time when I was sick. The most I get is sometimes I get terrible migraines, but it doesn't happen frequently enough for me to like chart it. Um, and uh, my nose is sensitive, so I'll like for, I'll be sneezing all day sometimes. And it's not allergies because, I mean, I don't have any of the other temp symptoms of allergies. 
So it's not allergies. I, I don't know. Just sometimes my nose just, I just sneeze all day. I don't know. But, um, so it's like, I don't really know why I'm not, other than the fact that I'm just not, I don't get vac I don't get vaccinated. I never get shots for anything. The only things I've gotten shots for in my life are hepatitis shots and not what you think. Uh, you need, I believe is B or C, hepatitis B or C shots. If you're going to work around food or kids, you have to, this legally, you have to get one of those. I can't remember which one, but legally you have to get one of those. So that's the only time. And I work around, I work around food and uh, my job sometimes consists of me being around kids. So, uh, yeah, so those are two, those are the only two like in, that I can possibly remember. I mean, as a kid, I probably got vaccinated. My mom probably got me vaccinated. But as an adult, I've never gotten a shot besides those. So I don't, the reason, the biggest reason I can say, because I don't really know how to explain it in like a few words, but the biggest thing I can think of is just, I never get vaccinated. So why this one? I, I don't know. I, what I'm going to do, and I'll just say this, and then we'll, we'll, get to the, we'll get to the topics, is that my next off day, I'm going to really sit down and do my research on these shots because that's what I need to do. I'm going to do my research and and I'm, I just got to weigh my options. I got to do my, my, my pros versus cons chart and I got to really weigh my options because I, I don't really have a good excuse for not getting the shots and they're free. So, yeah, I, I got really just I really got to do my research. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Um. We're going to just talk about the topics for the episode like we do. We're going to go, we're going to run down them right quick and then we're going to take a break and then we're going to really get into the details. So today, like I said, episode nine of the Whatever I Find Entertaining podcast, we're going to talk about they they released trailers for Stranger Things season four, for uh, Quiet Place 2, Venom 2, uh, The Forever Purge, or the Friends Reunion. Uh, we're going to talk about Resident Evil 8, not a trailer, but we're just going to talk about the game. Um... Adult Swim is releasing three movies based on uh, original Adult Swim programming. Now, you'll find out later on in the episode. If you want to know what, what three, tune in later in the episode. Um, and then we're going to talk about... We're going to finish up the show. We're going to talk about some J. Cole. Um, I got some interesting things on him. He just dropped an album today. Well, the day of recording this, not the day that you're listening uh, the day of recording this, he just dropped an album today. So we're going to talk about that. And on that note, that'll wait. I think that's all the topics I'm going to get through. Yeah. So we're going to take a quick break. Then we're going to come back and we're going to get into the topics. All right. Welcome back to the show. Uh, we t Let's talk about some trailers that have released within the past week. Funny thing about that is I think... The Quiet Place 2 in Stranger Things Season 4, I think their trailer, uh, I think they got released the day I recorded last week's episode, so I couldn't talk about them on last week's podcast. So, but um, yeah, they got trailers. Venom 2 got a trailer. Uh, surprisingly or not, I mean, I said surprise. that don't even make sense, surprisingly not. Uh, out of nowhere, out of left field, didn't see these coming at all. The Purge has a new movie. And also, they're doing a Friends Reunion thing on HBO Max. So, um, first, Quiet Place 2. Uh, I loved the first one. Thought it was fantastic. Didn't know if it was popular enough to get a sequel. But I had been hearing about a sequel for like a couple years now. But uh, if you haven't seen it, it's a, uh, it's a movie about... A, was it an alien race? An alien race comes down and they're blind. But they're super, uh, they have super hearing. I guess that's how you say it. I don't, that makes sound like some comic book shit. But the, the, their hearing is like magnificent. So they can pinpoint you within a second just by hearing you step on a twig or something. And they're like super fast. They snatch you up, they kill you. So they, they pretty much destroyed the human race except for like, who knows how many people are left. The, the movie, the first one anyway, because I haven't seen the second one. Uh, first one is just you. You run into a, a guy, his his wife and their two kids, two kids, and she's pregnant. I believe it was two kids, and there was a boy and a girl. 
They had a son and a daughter, and then she was pregnant. Oof. Um, and it it, it kind of it kind of works. I mean, you have to be totally silent. So, what was mind blowing about this movie that I love so much? And once again, we're talking about the first one. I haven't seen the second one. It's not out yet. Uh, is that like for a movie with very little dialogue because you can't make any noise, so even talking is too loud. It was really tense and really awesome. Like it was, I really enjoyed. It. I don't want to spoil nothing. I'm not gonna spoil nothing for you in case you haven't seen it. Cause I mean, this ain't this ain't this ain't that episode. I don't think there's gonna be any spoilers for anything in this episode. This may be the first spoiler-free uh, episode of the whatever I find entertaining podcast. This may be the first spoiler-free one, but um, it, it was really intense, really dope. I really enjoyed it. Super surprised they're doing the second one, but I'm happy because I enjoyed the first one. So the second one looks to be the same family from the first one. They're trying to find like uh, maybe some kind of sanctuary for maybe where there are people at. So, I mean, I can't wait. It it seems like it's going to be pretty dope. Uh, Next is the Venom 2 trailer. Um... I don't think I've ever talked about Venom on the podcast. I never really had a reason to. But the two, Venom 2, I'm super happy. Uh, let Venom 2, let there be carnage. Got to put the subtitle in there. Uh, looks phenomenal so far. Looks dope. It looks like it's picking up, I think they said a year after the first one. Roughly a year. No more than a year after the first one. And uh, my only complaint about the first one is that it took forever to Venom. That's my only complaint. I, I feel like, I feel like, I mean, there was world building, so I get it, but it's like, can we just get to the Venom shit? For it, 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 my my criticism of it was it moved very, very slow, very fast, very slow, and I don't really hit me up later if you really want to know my critique of the first one, because we're not going to get into it here. This ain't a Venom one review. This is a Venom two preview. Uh, you like what I did there? Review preview. I'll be here all day, folks. Um, I'll be here all week, folks. Uh, so, yeah, Venom 2 looks dope. They're picking up. Uh, obviously, there's going to be Carnage. And what Carnage, the character, is going to be in it. And he's a super dope character. Super fucked up character. Um, I don't know if they're going the same way the comic book went, where Carnage is basically a son of Venom. I don't know if they're doing that. But I'm thinking, meh, yeah, yes, because... Um, can I remember his damn name? Uh, Ca- Cassidy, Cletus, Cletus Cassidy. I think that's his name. Uh, he seems obsessed with Eddie Brock for some reason, and so I'm thinking maybe that's because Carnage has already has already um bonded with him. That's the word, bonded with him, and so Venom being a father to Carnage, maybe maybe he's. Uh, Portraying that on to Cletus, and Cletus looks at Eddie Brock like like he might be a father. Maybe I don't know what they're doing. He just seems to be obsessed with Eddie Brock for some reason. Um, weird thing about uh, Carnage is he's a total. He's, I believe he's stronger than Venom. And I guess I'm talking about comic book stuff here, which I don't want to get too deep in because once again we're talking about Venom to the movie. We're not going to talk about a history of comic books with Venom and Carnage. But I th- I think. Carnage is stronger because what he does with his human host is way different than what Venom does. Venom just kind of bonds with you and covers you like a suit of armor or just, I guess, a suit. But um, what Cletus does is less bonding and more like possession because with with Venom, if, if Venom wants, you can take him off. You can like put you can take them off, put them down if he wants. Like if y'all ain't got some kind of mutual agreement, you can take them off. He don't never have to. He don't show up only when you ask him to. But with Carnage, is nah. Once Carnage is in there, he he not he not a suit over you. He literally bonds into your bloodstream, so he has full control over you, and he can do. When I say he can do anything with your body, I mean he can do anything with your body. Like it's you're not even human anymore once he bonds with you. Because, like, he can shape your body and turn your body into anything. He can make your arms into blades. He can turn into mist. He can goop down. Like, he, man, Venom, Venom fucked up. 
I mean, I said Venom. Uh, Carnage is fucked up. Um, but yeah, it, it, I'm super excited. Cannot wait. It looks dope. I, I, uh, I think Woody Harrelson is going to knock the knock it out the park as uh, Cletus Cassidy. I can't wait to see what he does with the role. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. Uh, next is Stranger Things season four. I cannot wait. It's honestly, it's been so long since I've seen Stranger Things three that. I barely even know what's happening. I might have to watch. I might have to rewatch at least season three, cause season one I remember pretty pretty clearly. But damn, I don't really remember season two. I don't. Re I don't remember what happened in two and three. Those are kind of combined in my head. I'm not sure, but uh, anyway, season four. I cannot wait. The um the trailer. I don't know. It, it just showed. It didn't show much. It just showed kind of the, the little room where all the kids that are experiments are kept. And it showed them playing a little bit and just, I don't know, being kids, I guess. It kind of reminds me of the room from, um, if, you, if, you, if you're a One Piece guy. Uh, kind of reminds me of the room from One Piece on Punk Hazard where they were experimenting on those kids. There are a lot of similarities. Except in Punk Hazard, it was making them into giants, I think. And then... Stranger Things are trying to give them psychic powers or something. I don't know. I'm not fit to act like I'm an expert on child experimenting because who would be and why would you admit it? Exactly. Um, yeah, but it looks dope. They didn't, like I said, they didn't show much. They showed the room with the kids playing and then they zoomed out of that room and they went down the hallway and you could see the numbers on the doors because each kid has a number, not a name. And you see the numbers and they get to 11, which is... The girl from the show that we know the best. Um, and you just hear a voice saying, are you listening, Eleven? And then it goes off. So they didn't give us much, but they gave me as much as I need. I don't think they did it do a release date. I cannot remember if they did a release date. But uh, I'm excited. I can't wait. I fucking love strength. That's the first time I cussed this episode, huh? Uh, I, I love, 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 love Stranger Things, bro. I love it so much. Like, I, don't think, I don't think anybody... I don't know. I don't know if anybody likes it. I, I love it. All I'm saying is I love it. I, I can't wait. The actors are great, which is crazy because normally when it's something with a lot of kid actors, as an adult, I'm just like, ugh. But they they pick some they pick some stars in this one. They, and you can see because a lot of the kids from um, uh, Stranger Things are doing other stuff. Uh the um I cannot remember the, I can't remember the kids' names, but one of the kids uh, was in the it the it remake that came out a few years ago. Um, uh, the eleven, the psychic girl. In case you don't watch the show, um, I mean if you if you watch the show, then you know who I'm talking about. If you don't, there's no way for you to know who I'm talking about. She was in Godzilla vs Kong. Uh, yeah, they just been they've been doing stuff. The kids been busy. Which is good because they're all those kids. This predom—I don't want to say it's predominantly kids. The main cast is predominantly kids. Like there's like four kids that the show mainly follows, but there's a there's other people doing other stuff too. But the kids are the real star here. Um, but yeah, Stranger the Stranger Things four man. I cannot like I can't I can't fucking wait, bro. I'm so excited for that more than anything else. I'm gonna talk about today is Stranger Things four. Uh, next was. Out of, like I said, out of nowhere, out of left field, I just saw this today. It either released today or day before yesterday. I just saw this today. There is a, a, um, a, um, a Purge movie coming. And I think this is the fifth one. Because wasn't there like three? And then the fourth one was called The First Purge. And then I think this, this is the fifth or the sixth one. I can't remember. Um, name one purge was called Election Day or some shit like that. I don't remember which one that was though. Uh, yeah, this was called the Forever Purge. Maybe it's the fourth one because Forever. I don't think it's the fourth one. Uh, yeah, it's it's it seems to be. <laughs> it seems to be the only the only logical step that you can do with the purge movies. It's what if people were purging and it wasn't purge time. Dun, dun, dun. So just regular crime. If, if I had a sound guy right there, I would, I would include some crickets. 
<laughs> it'd be like, it'd be like, so just the movie's just about regular crime, and you hear some crickets up. Um, I mean, if you like Purge, you're probably gonna love this movie. I'm not a big fan of Purge. I'm not a big fan of the Purge movies. And interesting enough, never don't know anybody who watched the Purge show. Even the people I know who love the Purge movies didn't watch the Purge show. So I don't know if that means it's good or bad. I, I don't know. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, I'm not a big fan of them. I. It's just it just bothers me how the premise of the movie is interesting enough. Um, I don't really get why, but for some reason. The government says all crime is legal for like 12 hours. You get any crime you want, completely forgive it. And somehow that's going to like fix the economy and stuff. And it's going to stop violence. Because I guess if people know that there's one day, if there's one day of the year you can do is you can you can do whatever crime you want. Then on the other 364 days, people are like, eh, I got my crime out during the purge time. I don't need to commit any crimes for at least another year. I guess I guess that's the premise, but um, yeah, I do think it's interesting that they like. What if crime was legal for one day and you could do anything you want? But the thing that bothers me is most of the people just want to murder. Like, that's that's the only crime people want to commit. Like, I would just like walk into a bank and get a shit ton of money. But then you got to think about it. If all crimes legal, then does that mean like if I steal somebody's car during the purge, after the purge, that car is still mine's? Like, uh, like if I if I stab somebody during the purge, and then they don't die from that stab wound until after the purge, did I murder them? Cause just because you stab somebody don't mean they die instantly. Maybe it takes a minute and they bleed out. But they don't bleed out until after the purge is over. Does that count as a murder on me? What do you classify their death as? Accidental? Natural causes? Luck of the draw? I don't know. So, uh, it's a lot about that movie that they don't really explain it. I'm just like, eh. I just get tired of saying people only murder. Cause I'm like most people I know would do something that puts that sets them straight financially. Like I'm gonna go rob a bank, but it's not robbery because all crimes legal. So I'm just going to go take money out of the bank as if it's just a withdrawal. Except I would be withdrawing from other people's accounts legally. That's what I would do. But people just want to murder, and everybody wants to murder, and everybody wants to be sick and methodical about it too. Like anyway, that. <laughs> That was the purge. Like I said, the premise of this movie seems to be that some people decide that, um, like, we're going to keep purging. Fuck, fuck the announcement. Because they do that announcement as, like, for certain so hours, every crime is now legal, including murder. But then after that, they do the same announcement. It's like, okay, crime is now, like, crime is no longer legal, including murder. Like, doing crimes don't get you in trouble now. So, but some people decide, nah, man, we gonna keep doing the crime stuff. I, the trailer didn't. The trailer just showed people going crazy. It didn't give you much story, but uh, yeah, that's that. That about wraps that up. Um, moving on. They're apparently doing a Friends reunion, which I'm excited about. I'm a big Friends. Uh, my interest for Friends kind of as I get older, I think I like it less. But. I mean, as when I was younger, I remember loving Friends. Actually, a couple of my brothers have went to New York and they got to take pictures in actual Friends fountain. I was super jealous. Not a lot to you. I was super jealous of that. Shout out if y'all listening. Shout out to y'all. Y'all know who y'all are. Uh, I was super jealous of it because I would love to do that. But um, yeah, I don't. I'm gonna watch it for sure. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be on HBO Max. Because um, I watched the Fresh Prince reunion. And that one was amazing. I loved, loved, loved it. It was dope. They even brought old Aunt Viv. Well, not old Aunt Viv, but the original Aunt Viv back. And she was on there and she got to talk to people. And her and Will, they squashed their beef because they had been beefing for a really long time. And yeah, but they they, they, they did that. That's all dead. 
And um, yeah, but there ain't much to say because it's not a trailer. It's not like a Friends episode. It's a reunion of the cast. So there's not much to, you know, talk about. Just wanted y'all to let y'all know that if y'all are, if I got some some uh, some mutual friends, fans out there that they are they're working on a reunion, and I can't wait. I think it's gonna be amazing. I think that wraps up the trailers uh, portion of the show. Next, we're gonna take a quick break like we normally do. Then after that, we're gonna talk about some Resident Evil Eight, and we're gonna talk about some um, Adult Swim movies that are coming. Well, I'll be right back. And we are back. All right, now it's time to talk about some Resident Evil Village. Because, like I've said before on the show, for some reason, Resident Evil, Capcom don't want you calling it Resident Evil 8, even though it's obviously Resident Evil 8. And the subtitle y'all picked for the game has the, numeral, the Roman numeral 8 in it. But they want you to call it Village for some reason. I don't know. They didn't make this big deal out of calling Resident Evil 7, Resident Evil Biohazard. Whatever. Anyway, Resident Evil Village. Um, I haven't played it yet. It'll probably be a while before I play it because I'm going to let y'all know a little secret about me. I don't have my PS5 yet. Don't tell anybody. So, yeah, it, it'll probably be a while before I play it. Um, the only reason why I brought it up on the show is because... It is going crazy as a trending topic right now. Like every, almost every YouTuber I watch is playing it. And it's so hard not to watch the videos because like I said, some of my favorite YouTubers are playing it. And of course I want to watch them because I want to watch their videos and support their channel. But I don't want to spoil myself on nothing because it's a horror game. So I want everything to be fresh. I'm a probably, pro probably. Just not just a maybe. This is not a clarification of this is not a guarantee of anything, but I'll probably try to do it. I'll probably try to get it before Halloween. And I'll do it for another um if if you're a fan of the if if you're here and you're a fan of the YouTube channel, I'll probably do another spook spooktacular spook around. What I call it this called the spook around? Well I just play I just play um horror games for the week of Halloween. I did last year and it was a whole lot of fun, except for a couple of those games didn't turn out to be what I wanted them to be. But in all, it was, in, in the end, it was it was a lot of fun and I'm glad I did it. Um, yeah, I'll, pro I'll try, I'll try my best. But uh, yeah, it's, it's it, so far what I've seen, it looks phenomenal. It looks dope. I haven't heard anything bad. And I've seen a lot of people play it, and I haven't heard anything bad. And when you see this many people enjoying something, and you've heard nothing bad, it's got to be great. Because people point out negative. Just It's human nature to point out negative before you point out positives. That's just human nature. So if it was bad, then you'd hear that right away. Like, people would be shitting on it. But so many people are playing it and enjoying it. it, it it's got to be good. So, yeah, I, I can't wait. It, it looks dope. I can't wait to enjoy it. Um, I loved Seven, and I'm not even a big R R Resident Evil fan. I don't know if I, cause I know I brought up Resident Evil Village on the show before, but I don't know if I brought up the fact that I'm not really a huge fan, and I've only ever played, well, I've played all of the mainline titles except three. I don't know how that works, but I've never played three. I own all of the mainline titles through just me buying, um, like, uh. What's they call it? Like packs in a PlayStation store where you get like three games in one pack. So I bought a pack that has one, two, and three. But before that, I bought a pack that had four, five, and six. And then I bought seven and I played that on the channel. You can go and watch that on the channel if you want to. Um, it's dthezo at youtube.com backslash dthezo on YouTube. D-E-E-T-H-E-Z-O. And then just like, I don't know, but it should be under my live streams because I, I live streamed, I think I live streamed the whole game. Not like all at once, but like in different segments, I live streamed the whole game. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I, I super enjoyed it. And I'm not even, I'm not a Resident Evil fan or a horror fan, but I definitely enjoyed that. So moving on, next thing I want to talk about, that's, 
I guess that's it for our, our games part of the segment. Um, the only thing else I don't really talk about, the only thing else that really major that dropped was Returnal, which all my, my friends and my brothers keep telling me, oh, man, this game is dope. You you should get this motherfucker, bro. It's your type of game. And I'm like, oh, that's what's up. But I don't, I don't, I don't have my PS5 yet. And I don't really want to buy a lot of next-gen titles on, on old-gen even though a lot of games come with like a free upgrade, I don't really want to do all that. So I could just like I could just wait. I got plenty of games I'm playing right now. Plus I'm busy. So I mean I'm playing I'm playing Outer World. I said Outer World. Yeah, Outer Worlds. Uh, Outer World. Uh, I'm playing a little bit of Outriders. I'm playing Control. Dead Cells. I play. I play. Um, uh, Fall Guys every now and then. I uh, play Dead by Daylight every now and then. Um, yeah, so I got plenty of games to play. So I'm not itching for, like, I'm not hurting on video games. But, um, yeah, so I can, I can wait. As long as, as long as they keep pushing God of War 5 back, I'll be perfectly, God, it's not, it's not God of War 5. Yeah, it is God of War 5. As long as they keep pushing God of War 5 back. Then I'll be perfectly fine. I'll be perfectly fine. I don't have to get a PS5 until God of War 5 comes out. I didn't. I just realized that. That it's PS5 and God of War 5. That just crossed my mind now. I never thought about that before. Both 5 and 5. Huh. That's weird. Because well, I guess 4 came out on 4. So I mean, I guess it's not that weird. 3 came out on 3. But no, three, three came out on three, and then God of War one and two was on PS two. Yeah, so I guess it's not that weird. Damn, that's weird. PS two got two God of Wars. PS three got one God of War. And oh wait, where did Ascension come out on? We ain't talking about Ascension. We just talking about the numbers. Anyway, we're not talking about that anymore. We just how did I even get on God of War? What the fuck just happened? How the fuck did I start talking about God of War? I don't remember. I'm sorry. I just straight. I, I don't remember how I started talking about God of War. Anyway, we done with we done with the video game section of the show. Next, we're gonna talk about uh, Adult Swim. Uh, if you know me, there's another another tidbit. Make sure y'all taking notes when I give y'all tidbits. Another tidbit about me: huge Adult Swim fan. Uh, I was I was just a wee little lad when Adult Swim was first created, and I thought it was amazing. I still remember when Cartoon Network was created, and I remember thinking. So you're telling me cartoons come on all day, every day. They never stop showing cartoons. I remember thinking this is the future. Like this is this is the future of all things. Life will never get more advanced than this. Cartoons all day. No matter what time I turn this motherfucker on, it's gonna be a cartoon. It's mind blowing, bro. Like yeah, I did that. Yeah, and it's a whole channel by itself. I don't have to pay for nothing. It's just by itself. And they're going to show me cartoons all day. See, kids today, they don't never understand that. Because there's literally unlimited amount of places where they can go and they can watch cartoons all day. They go Netflix. They go Hulu. They go YouTube. HBO Max. Uh, stars. Why would Stars have cartoons, Diesel? What the fuck are you talking about? Uh, Paramount Plus. Disney Plus. Uh, there's literally unlimited amount of places you can go. And you could just watch cartoons all day. But back in my day, let me put on my uh, old head Zoe cap. Back in my day, you had cartoons early Saturday mornings, but around 11 or 12, that was it. There was no more cartoons that day. And then you had um, shows like Nickelodeon. Damn. When did Nickelodeon stop showing cartoons? They show cartoons for most of the day. But then after a while, it was like they had live action shows. And then after that, it was Nick at Night, which was like the shows your parents watched when they were kids. Like, I love Lucy and shit. Don't know how that happened. That don't really make sense to me. But we're not going to get into that. And then um, I'm trying to think, where else did I watch cartoons? Fox had cartoons. But I think that was another Saturday morning thing. That was Kids WB. Um, then after a while, Fox had animations on Sundays. But that was... It was like, 
Was it like Sunday before football? Or was it after football? I don't know. Let me take my old head old cap off. Alright. It's back to just regular diesel. Anyway, um, yeah. Adult Swim. Huge fan of Adult Swim. I kind of checked out when they started... I'm not gonna lie, Adult Swim started weird. Adult Swim was always weird. It was never not weird. But there are certain weirds I can tolerate and certain weirds that just aren't my type of weird. My type of weirds are like Aqua Teen Hunger Force, where it's a show about a bunch of people-sized items you can get from a fast food place, like a burger, a shake, and some fries. But they walk around, they talk, they live lives, they try to get laid, they get jobs, they lose jobs, they fail to get laid, they fight, yada, yada, yada. They pay bills, shit like that. That's my kind of weird. Then you got weird like um, Super Jail, which I wasn't into. Um, what they had some weird shit, bro. Uh, there was this one, it was like... I don't know, bro. I, I can't get into the weird stuff because I didn't watch it. But um, you just go and Google when you get a chance some Adult Swim's weirder show. They had a Tim and Eric joint where those two white boys was like, hello. I just didn't get their brand of comedy at all. They were just like, I, I don't know, bro. It was just, it was just, it was more weird than funny. It wasn't very funny. It was just weird. And I don't know if the weird is the funny part or not. But anyway, uh, Adult Swim are doing three movies, like actual full-length movies. They won't be coming to theaters, I don't think, but they're doing three movies for three of their most original uh, programs. Um, they're doing Aqua Teen Hunger Force, The Venture Brothers, and Metalocalypse, and those are honestly three of my favorites. I loved all three of those shows. Um... They're, they're weirdly enough, they're doing a 90 day release of where it's just going to be on Blu-ray and DVD and also video on demand, which is like go to Prime and rent it, but it costs money. Uh, and then after those 90 days, then it's just going to be on HBO Max and it's going to be on um, Adult Swim's, whatever their streaming thing is. I don't, they got like a streaming service of their own. Which is where Samurai, which is the only place you can watch that that latest season of Samurai Jack for a long time, until it, I think it ended up being on HBO Max. So, yeah, um, I looked up the plots for each movie, and <laughs> it's pretty funny. But in very Adult Swim fashion, Aqua Teen Hunger Force's plot was, it's just it's a continuation of the show. That was that was the that was the synopsis of the plot, which honestly, lucky enough, I just finished watching all of Aqua Teen Hunger Force, first episode to last, because it's all on HBO Max. And man, I keep mentioning HBO Max a lot. It's almost like I'm looking for a brand deal. You know, if you're trying to sponsor me, HBO Max, I'm down because I support your service because it's fantastic. Say, say, say good. They're good? It's cool? Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, HBO Max. It was on there, and I, I watched all of it. Super dope. Super enjoyed it. Fantastic. Um, but yeah, their, their synopsis of that movie was just, hey, it's continuing the show. That was it. The Metalocalypse, the, the synopsis for their plot, man, it's been too long. I, maybe, I was confused. I almost say this. I was confused as hell when I read the plot. I'm not even going to waste time reading it to you. But uh, maybe it's because I haven't watched Metalocalypse in forever. So maybe that's why I was so damn confused. Because it was saying characters I don't remember. And it was basically... Basically there's some evil people doing some evil stuff. And also a meteor is coming to blow up the planet. And the band had to come together and truly believe in themselves. I don't know, bro. It was crazy. I was super confused when I read it, but that's because it's been a minute since I've seen Metalocalypse. It's actually, out of these three shows, that's the one I haven't seen. I've watched Venture Brothers recently. I've definitely watched Aqua Teen Hunger Force recently. Within this year. Yeah, both of them this year. Uh, but I completed, like, from first episode to last episode of Aqua Teen Hunger Force. And uh, I was just watching some random uh, Venture Brothers because it's just good. But, um... 
The Venture Brothers plot, though, I will say this. Uh, it made more sense than the rest than the other two, but it still didn't give you nothing. All I know is uh, Doc invented some new thing, and it's either gonna it's either gonna put the Venture Brothers to the top top of whatever, or it's gonna leave them broken, penniless. I don't know. Um, apparently, Hank is is trying to find himself. He's trying to get a hold of his new identity. He don't know what's going on, and at the same time, Dean's trying to find him. So maybe he's missing. Keep in mind. I can't spoil it because I don't even know the season. Because it just got canceled like last year, which I didn't even know it was still running, The Venture Brothers. So I don't know what the last episode was. So I can't spoil it for you because I don't even know. So maybe Hank left and to go find himself and now Dean's looking for him. And the Monarch's also doing some soul searching. That's all I know about the plot. Uh, and there's some mysterious lady from the Monarch's past or from Doc's past. One of them has a mysterious lady in their past, and she coming back to fuck some shit up. That's that's all I know about the plot. Uh, none of the movies have a release date yet, but that's that's pure Adult Swim fashion, bro. Like, you'll know when they want you to know, and you'll not know a, a day sooner than that. But yeah, I think that's I think that covers everything I want to talk about with the movies with Resident Evil Eight, <clears throat> Resident Evil Village. So uh, the next thing we're gonna do, take a quick break, and then we got some we got some J Cole stuff to talk about. I'll be right back. All right, welcome back to the show. It's time for our final segment of the episode. We are going to discuss J Jermaine, aka Hollywood Cole Cole, J, J Hollywood Cole Hollywood. You get it. You know what I'm talking about. J. Cole. Um, possibly. Not possibly. Definitely top two, three artists of this current generation that we're in. Um, I don't really know. I, I'm not going to go on what counts as this generation. We're not going to get into that. We just heard to talk about J. Cole. He, as of literally today, as of the day I'm recording this... The day of you listening to my voice, not the day you're listening, the day I recorded this, he dropped an album today, uh, the off season. I um I regret to to inform you that I've I haven't I haven't listened to it yet. I've been a bit of a busy bee. I've been a bit of a busy bee. That's some alliteration for your ass right there. A bit of a busy bee. A bit of a busy a bit of a busy bee. Let's say that three times five. A bit of a, a bit of a busy bee. A bit of a busy bee. A bit of a busy bee. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been a little busy today, and I haven't had a chance to listen to it. But honestly, I wouldn't want to listen to something one time and give you my opinion on it, because I like to when I review something. I don't, that's not how I, I go at reviews. I like to I like to let something sit with me. I like to absorb it. I like to I like to. Like to soak in it, you know what I'm saying? Especially if it's a, especially if it's an album or uh, some kind of audio project, because there's no visual, there's no visual content, there's nothing to see, so it's just listening. So it's all in your head. So I really like to like listen to it two or three times, let it sit with me for like two or three days, and go back to it because you never know. Music hits you differently depending on what mood you're in. Sometimes depending on where you are. I'm saying so if I'm if I'm hanging around at my, my bro's house and we are joking around playing games, shooting pool, whatever, and there's an album playing, there's no way I can appreciate it as much if I'm sitting at home by myself with it in my ears, focusing. Like music just hits you differently depending on where you are, what you are, and when you are. You know? So if y'all want, I'll review it next week. That may be a bit a little bit too late for some of y'all. If y'all want to review it next week, if y'all don't want me to review it next week, let me know uh, in my comments. You can let me know that because uh, as you know, the day after this goes up, it'll be up on YouTube. So you can let me know in the comments there, or you can let me know if if there's if there's a place to comment on wherever you watch your podcast. Because I know I do a lot of uh, I listen to a lot of podcasts on Spotify and Amazon, and there's no way to comment. So I know commenting is not always a thing. But just in case you can comment wherever you're listening, 
Just let me know if you want me to review it next week. I most certainly will, because I'm definitely going to bump that shit a lot this week. This next week. Next. What's today? Well, probably this week, and I'll bump it a lot before next ep- before it's time to record next episode. Um, but yeah, uh, also, um, you can hit me up, like I said, on my Twitter, on Instagram. It's DZO, DZO the Great on both. Um, yeah, but any of those places, just let me know. Let me know if you want me to review it, but also... Let me know if you want if there's anything you want me to talk about. Get, get, get it out the way early because in case you didn't know, I record these on Fridays and then I release them on Saturdays. So, I mean, you can't give me that information on Saturday going, dang, why you ain't talk about this? That's obviously too late. You can't get it to me on Friday either. That's obviously too late because by Friday, I already got my topics down. I got my script down. I know what I'm doing. Not to get y'all behind the curtains on how the podcast works, but just know if there's something you want me to talk about, hit me up before Friday. Um... But since I can't review the album, I thought, what would be the next best thing? Why not enrage my audience by ranking all five of J. Cole's previous albums before this? I'm going to give you my least favorite to favorite J. Cole album. And um, warning, this is my opinion and my opinion alone. That's one. Two. Uh, I'm doing his albums, studio albums. So when the list is over, don't be like, man, you forgot the warm up and you forgot truly yours. And those aren't albums, bro. Those are mixtapes. <laughs> Middle child, not an album. I don't want to hear it. So uh, just, if you don't know the difference between a mixtape and an album, then you're in the wrong place. I'm going to keep it real with you. You're in the wrong place. Because the. the Whatever nation, uh, we we about, we advanced. This ain't no one-on-one classes, bro. This ain't introduction to shit. You know what I'm saying? We all advanced here. That's why I didn't bother explaining what none of the plots of the, the uh, Aquatine, uh, I said Aquatine, the adult swim shows that I mentioned. I didn't tell you about none of those plots. Because I assumed you already knew those. That's why I only discussed the movies. Because you already know the I know you already know the shows. I ain't got to tell you jack shit. I already know you know. So, yeah, we, we advanced it. We, we, you. Listen, if you're confused on what the difference between a mixtape and an album is, go Google or YouTube that shit, pause the podcast, figure it out, then come back, and you can have a discussion with us. But us over here, whatever nation, we already know the difference. So just so you know, I'm only discussing, this is not the order, but I'm only discussing uh, 2011's Cold World, The Sideline Stories, 2013's Born Center, 2014's 2014 Forest Hills Drive. Those came out back to back? Huh. I didn't feel like that. I thought there were some years apart between Born Center and Forest Hills. But anyway, uh, 2014's Forest Hills Drive, 2016 For Your Eyes Only, and then 2018's KOD. Because, of course... I, I I haven't listened to the off season yet. Uh, I'm sorry. I, did I apologize for not listening to that yet? I'm sorry. I truly am sorry for not listening to it yet. I know y'all be looking for me to be on the cutting edge of what's going on, but I, like I said, I've been busy. I'm sorry. I had I had a kind of a busy day. This is me recording this at the end of my day. So, but anyway, let's get, let's 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 get into it. Um, like I said, there's only there's only five. And I'm going to piss y'all off right away. I'm putting Born Center is number five. When you think of Born Center, that's his best album. You stupid son of a bitch. You don't know shit about rap. Probably not. But let me explain myself. Because I'm not just going to... I'm not... Anybody who knows me know I don't give you no opinion without an essay worth of reasons on why I feel that way. Uh, Born Center... I recently went back and listened to it because me and my homeboy was talking. When I say recently, within the past couple of years, because me and my homeboy was talking about our favorite J. Cole albums. And I guess this is around the time, honestly, it might have been around the time KOD came out. But uh, um, we was talking about our favorite J. Cole albums. And he was saying he fuck with Born Center. And I said, that's like my least favorite J. Cole album. And he couldn't believe it. He was stunned. And he started telling me songs that were on it. And I was like, yeah, I fuck with that one. Yeah, I fuck with that one. 
So I went back and listened to it, and I was like, there are, there's about there's about four maybe five songs on there that I that I just fuck with heavy. The intro was dope. Um, what else was it? I think he got a song on there called Born Center that was hard. Uh, Niggas know was hard. She knows was hard. Um, I don't really like that song he got with Kendrick. I forgot what it's called. Forbidden Fruit, I think. I don't really like that song all that much. Um, what else he got? Miss, I think Miss America's on there. That joint was hard. Uh, I said about five. Uh, I think there's like one or two more songs on there. Um, I don't know. I just, and this, once again, this is my personal opinion. I'm not stating no facts. If you think J. Cole's best album is Born Center, that's cool too, bro. That's your journey, and I'm fine with that. I'm saying this is worst album, and I'm an expert, so you need to listen to me because I know what the hell I'm talking about, okay? Anyway, um, I don't know. I remember there being a lot of him just like talking about how he lost his way and how he sold his soul and how he lo he got off track. It's not like I, I remember there being a lot of whining on that album. Uh, that's what I remember most. So not that the songs were bad. I just think I wasn't a fan of the subject material. I think that's what it was. The subject material didn't resonate with me. So I was just like, ugh, bro, I don't, like, bro, I don't care. Like you rapping, but I don't care, bro. Like, like the song where he's like, I let Nas down, and they had that saxophone going. I wasn't feeling it. I, I wasn't. Like I really wasn't. And I, I'm not even honestly. I don't even remember the lyrics. I'm assuming because it's J Cole, so I know he was killing it. But I mean, it gets to a point where it's just like, I mean, I, I, I guess. Anyway, that's number five. I, and I'm thinking my main my main reasoning is because I wasn't really feeling the subject material. But number four is his first album, Cold War: The Sideline Stories. I think most people agree with me that Cold World may be his worst. And not because it was a bad album. I fuck with it. That song he got with Missy, the intro. What else is on there, bro? It's a lot, it's a lot of dope ass songs on there. But it was his it was his first album and J. Cole J. Cole then wasn't the J. Cole we got now. It, it, he's just different, bro. That was his first album. He was just putting sounds together. Keep in mind, I love it. But None. I don't dislike any of the albums on this list. That's the hardest part about making a list is that it makes you feel like the lowest one is bad. But no, all of these albums are dope, and all of these may be classics. I remember I was discussing with I was discussing with my homeboy the other day about because he watched um, he watched somebody's podcast and they were talking about artists who. Who have their first four albums be classics, be considered classics. And I said, shit, the only person who I could think of that did that was Kanye. Because his first four are definitely classics. His first five might be classics, to be honest with you. But uh, we was talking about J. Cole maybe had it. And honestly, maybe. I mean, even if his first one wasn't, I know Born Center is considered a classic. Uh, and then Forest Hills. For Your Eyes and K.O.D., they all got to be classics. So he got four in a row. And if not then, then this is probably going to make the fourth in a row. Because it's it's cold, bro. Like, he hasn't, he hasn't put out a bad album. And that's why he's the one of the best. He's in the top echelon of his generation. Um, so, yeah. Cold World is just simply... I am, Like, if I had to pick... Between, as you put a gun in my head and say, look, you can only listen to either Born Center or Cold World, bro. What is going to be? I personally pick Cold World. It seems like a much funner album to me. Born Center seems kind of depressing and kind of sad. I mean, even, even She Knows, which don't sound like it's depressing or sad. But if you watch the video, it's all about them like killing a chick and burying her body. I don't know. So yeah, Cold World seems like a much funner album. So I'd I'd rather pick Cold World. Um, so that was number four. So number three is For Your Eyes Only. Now I know For Your Eyes Only may be a lot of people's favorite, 
I'm biased because, um, and actually this could have went to the bottom of my list for real. For Your Eyes Only, between me, For, for Your Eyes Only and Forest Hills is maybe his best album. Not my favorite, but maybe his best album. One of them. If you said either one of them, I'd be like, fine. Because of just the, because of the subject matter, because of, because of the, the, the production. It's just one of his most well put together albums. It's like, it's like, it's like Kanye with uh, Dark Twisted Fantasy. It's, like, it's not, I don't think that's anybody's favorite Kanye album, but production wise, how he put that shit together is probably his best album. Just as far as all of his skills being on display, it's probably one of his best albums. It's probably his best one. And it's not even my favorite. Like, if I went with his... Well, I'm not about to list his five right here. I, can, I always be getting off track. That's why I love me, man. Because I be all over the place, but I always come back to where I'm supposed to be at. But yeah, number three. Here's my thing. Here's why For Your Eyes Only is at number three. I'm biased as hell. And I am I can fully admit when I'm being biased, I have no problem with it. Because I'm so unbiased so much that my if I am biased, it's for a real, 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 real reason. For Your Eyes Only came out in 2016. 2016 was a rough year for me. Not gonna lie, we're not gonna get into the to all the details of it, but one of the main reasons why it was tough for me is I was going through a breakup. And to the and For Your Eyes Only came out in time where he was like, I, I've I'm pretty sure the thing with For Your Eyes Only. Is one I love the fact that it was part of the album was if I remember correctly because it's been a minute since I listened part of the album was him telling the story of a person he knows and telling it to their kid that was dope because it was like the things he was talking about he was like ah Jayco didn't live that he didn't go through that but it was him telling the story through it was him telling the story to his partner, who I believe not with us anymore, to his partner's kid. Or his... No, I think it was his partner's kid. And I think that was a dope idea. But there were also... And I want to say that was that was like... Because it's only like 10 songs. So I want to say it was like the second half of the album. Where it was just a lot of... Uh, well, I know it's a lot. That's, that's doing too much. Not a lot. There were a few songs in there that were about like relationships. And he talked about his... I, don't, I was going to say his baby mama, but he might be married. It might be his wife. So calling her a baby mama is disrespectful as hell. Uh, his 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 girl. His girl at the time. Well, no, he's still with her. His girl. Um, it was a lot of stuff about them and their relationship and him trying to change and his the mistakes he's made and overcoming them and how he's trying to be a better person for her. It was that kind of stuff in there. And at the time, I was going through a breakup. So I wasn't really trying to hear that shit. So it was like... I, I I felt like he personally I felt like Jermaine Cole was personally throwing his relationship in my face. Like and it sounds like a joke, but I'm dead serious. Like, not that I honestly believed he was I mean, J. Cole don't know me. Like he don't give a fuck about me. But I feel like hearing a rapper talk about how he worked through his shit and now he's in a better relationship because of it, it just felt like a slap in the face to a guy who's currently going through a breakup as you're talking about this. That'd be like if your homeboy was like, man, man, me and my girl, we is just so happy right now, bro. Like, it was tough, but we just, we just good, bro. Like, I'm just so happy to have her in my life. And meanwhile, I'm over a crying because I just got dumped. I don't want to hear you talk about how great your relationship is, bro. That don't help me. So that's why I'm kind of, I'm kind of biased on the album, but well, I'm not kind of biased. I'm fully biased. I don't know. Maybe if I listen to it today, I can give it a bet. When I say today, I mean today. I mean, like, if I listen to it now, I'll probably have a totally different opinion on it. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's three. It's three. I still I still think it's, I still think it's better than Born Center and, and Cold World. But uh, these next two, because we just got two on one, these next two, honest to God, bro, I could flip them and it wouldn't make any difference to me. I mean, you already know what the two are because there's only five options and I've already went through three. But um, I could flip it and it, it honestly wouldn't make any difference to me. But two is uh, Forest Hills. I'm putting Forest Hills two and I'm putting KOD one. Uh, 
The reason why I like, I think I like the songs on Forest Hills more, but I feel like on KLD, he was trying way different stuff. And if you know me, I'm, I like trying new things. I like being different. I like going a different path. And while Forest Hills was dope, Forest Hills had a lot of shit like A Tale of Two Cities, which is probably one of my favorite J. Cole songs, period. Uh, it has stuff like on that, which I fucking love, but it wasn't too outside of things that J. Cole has done before. Um, KOD just sounded a lot like it was, it was, it's weird because it sounded like he was valuing the wrong things like money and doing drugs and everything, but you know it's J. Cole, so you know it's clearly, it's like, it's almost satire to the point where he's telling you the negative parts of these things while he's while it seems like he's glorifying them and that's what i just loved it i loved it so much um like there's a part in um damn it i can't remember the names of the songs fulfill count it up count it up i think it's called atm it's atm where he's um he's He's talking about a car and he says that it costs an arm and a leg. But he says that if it's a brag, like, man, look at this expensive car I just got. Like, it's a brag. But really, he means, like, bro, you giving up a lot to get this thing just so you can show it off to people. And that's a lot of what that album, that, uh, that's what a lot of that album was to me. Was him going, yeah, this shit looks shiny. But is it really worth it you got to give up? And I, I think that. These next two albums, he's supposed to be done. But um, that's what he say. I, I kind of believe him, but we're not going to get into that. Um, like I said, Force Hills, I fucking love to death, bro. I love it. Before KOD, Force Hills is my favorite album. And then KOD came out. And, it's just, and KOD seems like, like I said, it's the, it's the trying something new thing. It's the different thing. And I'm just like, whoo, I didn't see none of this coming. And it doesn't sound like a J. Cole album. Until you until you finished it and you go, yeah, he did his thing on that one. But like individually, I don't think like if you just listen to any of those songs just out of context, not in the album, you're like, oh, this doesn't really sound like a J. Cole song. I mean it sounds good, but it doesn't really sound like a J. Cole song. But I think once the album once you listen to it together, it's like, yeah, that's what I yeah, that J. Cole did his damn thing. That's a dope ass album. So just to sum it up, from five to one, we got Born Center. Cold World, For Your Eyes Only, Forest Tears, and then KLD being my favorite album. Now, I will, this is what I will do. If you don't want to review, I won't review the album next week. But what I will do is let you know if my list changed at all. You know what I'm going to do? That's what I'm going to dedicate my week on. My week before next episode, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go back, listen to all the J. Coles, all five of these albums I've mentioned today, and the off season, and I'm gonna see if it changed my list at all. I'm gonna see because I'm not gonna let what I, how I was feeling at the time or what I thought of J. Cole at the time affect me, skew my view. Happy bars, skew my view. Come on, that's bars. Uh, that's what I'm gonna do. That's my that's my project for the week. I'm gonna listen to all the J. Cole albums, really get them down, and really analyze them and see if I feel any different. That I'm giving myself homework. I'm giving you homework too. Go back and listen to the J. Cole's, man, and see if your opinions have changed on them. Go back and see if you really feel any different than you used to feel. And, uh, and on that note, I think we're going to wrap up the show. I think we covered everything we needed to. I will say this before I sign out of here. I think this is the first episode since my podcast started. Now keep in mind, we're on episode nine. So we've been doing this for a little minute. That's, one, that's an episode a week. That's two months. Um, uh, it, it, with counting the two bonus episodes, which I don't count as mainline, they count as extra. Uh, I think this is the first episode that I didn't mention anything Marvel related. Like when I was doing the show notes and I was getting my script together, I was like, man, there's nothing Marvel related in here, which is dope because I don't want this to be, I don't want this to be a Marvel podcast. I mean, I talk a lot about Marvel. Well, I did talk about Venom, huh? But that's not MCU. But that, that's more Sony than Marvel. So, I still stand by it. 
No MCU stuff, I'll say. This is my first episode. I didn't do any MCU stuff. And I'm pretty proud of that. Um, Yeah, but on that note, I just want to say thank y'all for stopping by. I appreciate y'all hanging out with me. Uh, Keep being awesome, people. Keep being dope. Like I've said before, uh, the episode, if you prefer to watch it on YouTube instead of listening to it on a streaming service, the episodes will be up the day after the podcast is up. It'll be on my YouTube channel, D the Zone YouTube. That's D E E T H E Z O, all one word. Oh, excuse me. All one word. It'll be up on the. Uh, it'll be up on YouTube. Also, feel free to comment there. Uh, if you if you're listening to this on a platform that allows you to comment, please let me know how I'm doing. Um, I, I got I got bigger and I'm working on some stuff now that I can't really tease because I don't really know when it's gonna be. A thing, but I'm working on some stuff. Um, I'm gonna get back to getting some guests because I feel like y'all really enjoyed the guests we've had on here so far. So I'm um, get back to getting guests. Um, and because uh, also, like I said um, on the, the the on the YouTube channel, uh, on the, in the description of the videos or on the the platform you watch your you listen to your podcast on. There's a support page. Well, there's a link to the support page. If you want to uh, subscribe to the podcast, help help out the podcast, help out whatever nation in any way you can. If you want to give a dollar, you want to get five dollars, you want to give a hundred million dollars. That's also cool. But it's whatever you want to do. And also, it's 100% not mandatory at all. You don't have to if you don't want to. The show is still going to... I'm still going to give my best every episode because I love y'all and I love this. So... I think that's it. Um, yeah. I love y'all. Thanks for coming. I'm out. Peace.